And welcome to I Am Sitting on Your Hat, episode six. I'm Troy. And I'm Andy. Okay. Um, <laughs> so for those uh, family members listening, I just want to give you fair warning. <laughs> if you have a certain <laughs> opinion of us that w- about, oh, I don't know, celibacy things... This may not be the episode for you. If you have an issue with uh, semi-descriptive interactions, yeah, let's say with the opposite sex, or uh, you know that kind of thing, this this is per- this is a parental guidance yeah. episode here. Yeah, I mean, listen with caution. If you don't mind hearing about this kind of thing. Then stay tuned because we're today is relationship day. Yes, relationship and day. And so this is talking about what brought us to the, our current relationships, where we began <laughs> in our old yeah. relationships, yeah. first and early relationships. And I'm telling you, again, fair warning, <laughs> it's sorted. Yes. There are some sorted interactions that are going to be going on here. So. A heads up. Okay. Now that's out. Now the disclaimer's out of the way. Let's get into it. Um, when, how old were you when you had your first serious girlfriend? The first serious, and I was thinking about this not too long ago. Um, what I would consider serious is if there was. Some sort of physical interaction. Okay. Whether it was uh, an actual, like, meaningful hug or kiss of some sort. And so I started thinking about it. And that first happened when I was in fifth grade. Okay. So, how old are you then? 10? Yeah. 9, 10? Yeah. And this is going to be disturbing for me to talk about because I have a kid right now that is 10 years old. Great. Let's talk about it. And so when I think about what I did and what I'm about to divulge here at 10 years old, it freaks me (laughs) out. I am extremely uncomfortable thinking that he might go (laughs) this route. Anyway. Well, before I get into it, what about you? When do you think it was? Your first. Very. Something that meant something. Something you remember where it's like. That was a, yeah, you know, yeah, something that meant something. I was sixteen. Sixteen, yes. Um, and it was. Well, I'll leave. I'll leave names out of it <laughs> to protect the innocent. Yes, to protect the innocent. And I think we've talked about this before. A, a lot of these relationships, yours and mine, I believe, a lot of those names have just. Disappeared into the ether. Have no idea what they were. Now, there are some that I still remember, but there are some that I have forcefully forgotten. I have purposely done everything I can to forget (laughs) that time. Mm -hmm. And so, bringing this up now, maybe I'll remember a name. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. So, you were in high school. I was. I was 16. Um, And... For me, it, it was a serious relationship because that was my first kiss. Yes. Well, 
I technically no. Actually, my first kiss, I was five. <laughs> but that barely counts. Right. We were playing house. And, yeah. Well, yeah. But actual... To, to know what it means and that it... Yeah. Yeah. Actual, like, dating, holding hands. Right. Yeah. And that's interesting, because I will say, my entire high school career, I did not date. Really? I went to one dance... With one girl, I remember that my junior year in high school, she asked me again uh, for for a second dance, which I may have said yes to and then flaked out on. <laughs> so, Great. Great. <laughs> I have one dance picture, and it's very uncomfortable to look at. It is because I had barely been able to start growing facial hair, <laughs> and so I had this horrible looking mustache, <laughs> and. I just I tried to look cool in it with like the droopy eyes mm-hmm. kind of look. It just looks like I'm half asleep and miserable. And I hate, hate that picture. Not just for that, but I feel really bad for her because she has the picture too yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And uh I'm sorry. She's a friend on Facebook. So listen, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you know who you are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have never apologized. I'm apologizing now. <laughs> I feel like we're going to say that a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so. We will still have that episode where it's an apology episode, yeah, and apology this, this will be part of it. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll get into that as the relationships progress. But because that was a whole weird evening on that one. So yeah, I went to several dances. I was always the one asked. I never asked anybody. Right. Uh, so that means I never had to pay. So that was nice. That's it. Yep. So, yeah. Anyway, back to when you were 10. When I was 10 years old. Yeah. Okay. So the what way happened? the way this began, we had a mutual friend, um, which happened to be her brother, <laughs> which is weird to say. So it was her brother. Okay. I was friends with her brother. And we were at another mutual friend's house up in his tree house. Okay. Nothing good ever happens in the tree. Nothing happens. Nothing good happens in tree houses. No. And so when I say, when I hear the rhyme, so and so in a tree, K I S S I N G, it applies to me directly. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. For some reason, her brother, for lack of a better term, started pimping her out to all these guys that were there. Right. Now, I don't remember how old she was, yeah. I know she was younger than 10. Gross. She was younger than yes. Okay. She was younger than me. All right. But let me explain a few things once I get past this. So he called me up into the treehouse and she was there. And on a dare, he dared me to kiss his sister. That's okay. what he was doing. Okay. Up to this point. Our mutual friend whose treehouse we were in, and by the way, this is up. Two streets above where mom lives, by the way. Okay. Well, just south of the park, the big park. You know what I'm talking about. So it's on that street. Okay. So that's where it is. The On the park street? On the opposite one? side. Well, okay. Yeah. And so our friend's name was Adam. Mm-hmm. He had a treehouse. Anyway, so he... He called Adam first, and Adam came out. He was laughing. He was like, oh, I'm not going. <laughs> so he calls me in, and he says, I dare you to kiss my sister. And I remember the interaction. And I only remember it because I've been thinking about it recently. 
And I said, I will if she will. And she said, I will. And so we did. All right. And so we got together, awkwardly kissed. It was the first time I'd ever done it. But here's the thing. It didn't seem like it was the first time that she had. Again, gross. It gets grosser than this. And I'll tell you why. Now, being 10 years old, when you kiss somebody, that immediately means your boyfriend and girlfriend right then and there. Right, yeah. And so that's what we were from there on out. And, uh, and so we started holding hands to school, not at school. Right. Because that was still awkward yeah. for both of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we'd pass notes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> at one point I got... We were back up at our friend's house, and he had a trampoline. Not only a treehouse, he had a trampoline. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry. This is going to get gross. Please don't call the police. <laughs> N nothing happened. But let me tell you what she did. We started talking, and uh, somehow we got on the topic of underwear. Okay. And she said, and I remember this. She said to me, oh, I'll show Andy my underwear. And dropped her pants then and there to show me her underwear. Great. Great. Again, 10 years right. old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is what she's pushing. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And here's the last thing about my first relationship that will make you wonder. I got a note at one point saying, do you want to French kiss? I didn't know what that was. Right. But but she did. She did. Right. And so we did. And where this happened was in our room, by the way. Or mine and guys. I think it was mine and guys at the time because you were still super young. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I was 10, you were only three. Yeah. So it was mine and guys' room at the time. We had the bunk beds. Mm -hmm. Now, when you set up the bunk beds... And you push the dresser into it. There's that nice little cubby area in the back. That's right. Yep. By the by the ladder on the inside. You kind of hide. Yeah. It was hide a good hide and seek spot. It was. Yeah. We were back there. And that's where it happened. <laughs> that's where the French kiss took place. Now, here's the thing. She kind of beckoned me towards her, both handed. You know, come hither kind of thing. So I did. So we locked lips. That's when the attack happened. Because, <laughs> and this is about to sound gross, but this is the only way to explain it. She attacked my mouth and my tongue with her tongue like it was a fight. <laughs> we were full on, forgive yeah. the phrase, tongue punching. Right. Because I thought that's how it was done. <laughs> Who could do it harder? <laughs> so we were punching each other's tongues. <laughs> At 10 years old. <laughs> now, ask Cher about this because she was a witness. She was in the doorway watching this whole thing happen. She has brought this up several times. She saw this take place. Yeah. And so, you know, putting this all together, number one, she knew how to kiss. Number two, showed me her underwear. Number three, knew how to French kiss. Younger than 10 years old? Yeah. There's a problem here. Yeah, there's something shady going on there. Now, again, I didn't think about this you know, until well after this whole thing ended. 
and very quickly how this ended. I was at that point still really, uh, we were best friends with Blake. I was best friends yeah. with Blake at this time. And, uh, cause we'd been best friends for one year now. And, uh, at this point and at 10 years old, your best friend, this boy, best friend takes precedence over any other girl that may come into the picture. Absolutely. <laughs> And so one day we're walking home and she called to me across the street just, you know, to say hi. I mean, I'm her quote unquote boyfriend. You did tongue punch in the cubby hole. We <laughs> I did what now? That wasn't until years later. But <laughs> But yeah, so she called me and Blake didn't like her. For some reason, he did not like her. Maybe because she was encroaching on our friendship. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And so he started making fun of her. And like any best friend did, I joined in joined with in. that. Yep. And started making fun of her too. And that's when it ended. Right. And right across the street from our mom's house, over at that blue house across the yeah. street, is where it officially broke off. Because I yelled back at her, I already have another girlfriend. <laughs> and she walked home crying. That's where it ended. <laughs> Right then and there. And here's the thing, really quick. She came back into the picture when I was in high school Yeah, from another girlfriend because I started talking about this whole situation. I mentioned the name. She's like, I know who that is. In fact, she's transferring to our school. Nice. I'm like, awkward. <laughs> but again, this is, you know, the end of elementary, all through middle school, lost track of her, halfway through high school, and then she reappears. Right. My guess is she didn't remember me, nor does she care. Yeah. But uh, I remained friends with her brother long after that. But that was my first relationship right there. Okay. So a whirlwind romance. Yes, 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 yeah. <laughs> Tree houses and trampolines. Underwear. Tongue punches. <laughs> Tongue punches in the cubby hole. <laughs> I'm going to use that phrase for other things now. <laughs> Well, I never had any experiences like that at 10, luckily. <laughs> Fortunately for you. Yeah. I didn't... Let's see. First kiss was at 16. That was kind of my first girlfriend. Barely. Um, then I had other subsequent girlfriends. I, was, I will say, though, that first kiss was in the back of her parents' car. Classic. With her parents in the car. Nice. Yeah. They had driven me home from somewhere. Right. And I just went for it. But. So I'm assuming they saw it happen in the rear view? Sure did. Nice. Sure did. Nice. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I, I didn't do anything beyond. Here's where. Mm, warning. Spoiler. Warning. Not spoilers. Just warning. I Parental didn't guidance, PG. Yeah, I didn't do anything beyond kissing with anybody until after the mission. For some reason... I'm with you at that as well. For some reason, after the mission, after a two-year mission of not having anything to do with relationships, nothing sexual, yep. nothing, you get home and you go a little crazy. Very much so. Yeah. Like yes. all that pent up aggression of two years just explodes. And it will happen 
one of two ways. Number one, you will suppress it even more. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you will hold off and hold off and hold off until that magical time after marriage yeah. where everything takes place. Yeah. Or, <laughs> as both you and I can attest to, you just went for it. Just, yep. You didn't wait. Yep. You didn't wait. Do so. you? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Trying to think of where to go here. I can't, I'm going to, I'm going to, I know what I'm going to share. I just can't believe I'm sharing it with you. That's fine. Do you remember? Because you're about to hear some things from my end as well. So. Okay. Do you remember? I just barely got home from my mission. Yes. And I went on this date with a girl. Do you remember that? Was this the one I was spying on you uh -huh. on? Where you went to the to the park? Uh-huh. Yes. Well, no. no. This was another one. I only that, spied on you the one time. This was a time we were in my room, the door shut, doing things. And so she was kind of moaning. She was loud. Yeah. Yes. And, and you oh my banged gosh. on the door. <laughs> I did. I banged on the door. Because at that point... At that point, I'd gone through a lot of stuff. All right, I I knew what was happening. I knew what was happening because you could hear it. Yeah. And so I was just kind of warning you before mom came busting in. Yeah. And so me slamming on the door for you to knock it off was kind of a warning for you. <laughs> so I'm like, you have got to back it off a little bit, tone it down. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was loud. Yeah. My goodness. She had, oh yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> yeah, and she she jumped up and ran in my closet ah! because she was wearing nothing but panties at that point. Wonderful. Yeah, that's where that went. Now my guess is other stuff happened after that because you then ended up in the parking lot of a Sizzler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Because you and Mom showed up. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately, the uh, the activities had ceased by that point. But yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. I do remember that. I remember that very vividly, actually. <laughs> so that so. was that was a very brief relationship, if you want to call it that. Right. It lasted like two weeks. Yeah. Um, never actually had sex, but did pretty much everything else. Right. Close um, enough. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and it was right after that that I then met the ex and then got married. But so, there was there was others before that for you. Um right? There was somebody There was like two or three in, in high school. Right. Then after I, the mission there was her, and then it pretty much went right from her okay. to the ex. Okay. So the ones I'm thinking of were the ones that were still around high school because yeah. there was somebody up around like the north ogden area harrisville yep, yep. that was the first kiss. okay so that was her yeah yeah, yeah. all right yeah so that was the first time i ever experienced something like that so for me for you um let me think about this uh okay so after my first 10 year into physical activity at 10 years old. I put on the brakes for anything 
as far as that goes, until about eighth grade. Yeah. And then a relationship started up with the girl across the street in the corner house. Okay. Let's call her B. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's say her initials are BL, which <laughs> is uh, our high school initials. Uh-huh. So we'll call her that. Wow. I haven't thought about that chick mm-hmm. in probably 30 years. I have. Because the last time I saw her on Facebook, she had got, you know what a corset is. Yeah. And how it's kind of laced from the back, back and forth tight. She did that, but with piercings. Really? And so she laced this ribbon through these, all these piercings down her back on both sides, like a flesh corset. A flesh corset. And it was the most painful thing I've ever seen in my life. But no, anyway, I could, I could see her doing that. She was she, she was kind of a, a goth. She was chick. even before goth was a thing. Yeah, I mean, this was still back in the day where your skaters would have their hair over the one eye. Yep, you know, and kind of the spiked hair on the one side. Yep, yep. Which her brother was, by the way. Her brother was that very much so. And so we started a relationship, and uh, at that point, I, w- I was a little more shy. And she started pushing for kissing and whatnot, but I held off on that. Yeah. And uh, we ended up in her basement watching Cool World. Sure. As one does. Yeah. Because that's the naughty movie. That's the naughty on animated movie, Mr. Brad Pitt. Mm. Gross. And so, and but with her, nothing happened. There was nothing there. She tried, but I was the one that held off. Right. Um, <laughs> and this is inappropriate, but I will I will say it. She got me excited at one point. Mm-hmm. And it was up at the church. Our church on the big hill. I've done things up there, sure. We were messing around, but uh, just kind of wrestling around. Yep. yep. She got me going a little bit, <laughs> then backed into me, and she said something like, ooh, kind of thing. And I'm like. <laughs> so that kind of freaked me out because at that point I was freaked out by any of this because I grew up this is naughty yes you don't do this kind of thing yep so anyway so that's where that began and ended pretty much immediately after cruel world because right. I, I I refused to kiss her refused to hold hands nothing right even though I spied on her from across the street Spy, spied on a few I, I did spy on quite a few. So did I. So so did I. I didn't have a lot of relationships, but I was a full-on perv. I will admit that. And because uh, she had she had a light that was at the bathroom, and this was the most awkwardly shaped house because right there at the window is where he sat down on the toilet. Yeah. Which yeah. makes no sense. Why would you put right at level? It wasn't even above the toilet. It's like you see their knees. <laughs> That's how low it was. That made no sense. Yeah. But yeah, I saw her once or twice in the bathroom, but that's where that really ended. And so Yeah, yeah. I mean there was there was B you could spy on. There was uh, A, A and C. And C. A B C A B C How about that? Wow, and those were the houses too. A B C. That's right. And the married couple across the street. I never I with the big dog. Really? Yep. 
I never spied on them. I did. Okay. And so I got an eyeful <laughs> a couple times from him. Okay. Nice. And he was a big dude. He was a big dude. And I'll tell you this. He had quite the flesh apron going that hid everything that was down below the waist. <laughs> Man. Uh, anyway. Flesh so, aprons, flesh corsets. <laughs> great. Man, we are just opening the floodgates here. Yep. Anyway. So the first time, okay, let's get back to it here. Opening the flesh gates. We're opening the flesh gates. That was a which year. is what exactly happened next. <laughs> I was back from the mission, and on the mission, I started having communications with a girl from high school. Yeah, let's call her E. Yep. Okay. Now I didn't realize that E had a thing for me all through high school. Had no idea. Until about our halfway through our senior year. Mm -hmm. She never bothered to ask me to anything. Never did any of that. But at one point, we were in the same class, and a person sitting next to her glanced over at her bag. And on her bag, she had one of those plastic keychains, mm -hmm. uh, uh, license plate keychains. Yeah. And on that was my name. And so, in a very, very much so, and in a very loud voice, the person next to her looked over, saw it, and said, who's Andy? <laughs> and I was sitting right behind him, and she quickly glanced over at me and just sunk down. I'm like, <laughs> wow, had no idea. Okay. But even then, nothing happened. But I did start, somehow she got a hold of my address out on the mission. I don't know where. Or I think it was maybe in the paper, mm -hmm. or I don't know. Okay. Somehow she found me, and so we started communicating back and forth. It was like Doc Brown and the Libyans. That's right. She found me somehow. She found. <laughs> she me. found me somehow. She found. Me. And so, uh, once I got back from my mission, that's when the relationship picked up. Yeah. Because she was there waiting, and so uh, it quickly picked up, and it quickly escalated, and uh, like you said. I had all this build up yes. for two years. And I won't deny that there was a couple times in my mission where I saw a couple things that I probably shouldn't have via magazine mm -hmm. style. Mm -hmm. But um, once I got back, freaking all bets were off. Yes. Man. So once this relationship started, I just went full on mm -hmm. hands. Kissing didn't matter. She was for it. Yeah. R right from the get-go. Because shortly after, the very first time she came over, or close to the very first time she came over to the house, is when you saw us out on the back swing. Yes. Yep. And French kissing in the back swing. French back kissing swing. in the back swing. And probably that, I think that was the first time you ever saw me do that kind of thing. It was. Because I remember you saying that it was weird and gross. It's like. But what you didn't see is my hand working from the other side down her sleeve, chest-wise. So that was the first time I started where wow, I... Wow, you just, like, opened in the backyard? Just right in the backyard. But it was dark. So, you know, okay. things happen in the dark. So. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. So that's, that's how, that was my first foray into the inappropriate relationship. I guess you could say. Okay. And uh, she also ended up being my first time, quote unquote, sexually. And that happened in her parents' house. 
with her parents right outside the door. Nice. And at this point, she had a kid. So she shuffled the kid out <laughs> to be with grandma and grandpa outside the door. Yeah. Then she shut and locked the door. And then she went for it. Yeah. Full on. I mean, pretty much just dropping everything and doing the come hither hands. For some reason, they always do that to me. They get the come hither hands. And so just went for it right then and there. Tongue punching the cubby hole took on a whole new meaning. Man. Yes, it did. And uh, that was that was the first time. And I was 22, 21, 22 years old. Really? Yeah. That's funny. That was the first time for me, too. I was 22. And uh, it was because of that relationship that I, I failed out of college. My one semester in college, that was the reason I failed. Because instead of going to class, I went to her house. Right. Now, we didn't immediately do anything at that time because, again, she had a kid. Yeah. And so whenever the kid was out, then yeah. But usually we just kind of hung out and watched TV. And she watched this. Oh, my gosh. It's just coming back to me now. She had this DVD of one performance from the Backstreet Boys that she got from like a McDonald's thing <laughs> that her kid just loved and wanted to watch over and over again. And so that was his that was his thing. So every time we were over there, that thing went in right. over and over again. So so that relationship went on and off for a while. Um it stopped briefly. Um Simply because she admitted to me that she had been with somebody else. Okay. And so I backed off. Right. And uh, I then did, I did this job to where I did some brief data entry to earn some quick money. Mm -hmm. And uh, she called me out of the blue while I was in that job and asked me if I wanted to get together again. And this was, oh, I'd say nine or ten months later. <laughs> And so I said, sure. Got yes. back with her. She had a kid. Another one. Another one. From another guy. It wasn't the same guy as their first kid. This was another guy. And so I didn't care because I was being led by libido and lust. And she was all for it again. Yeah. And so she ended up at the house one day. And, uh, and I'm sorry. I'm going to admit this. Mom, you better not be listening to this. Um. Everybody was out, and so we showered together, went to my room, did the deed. I don't know where everybody was, but it was pitch black, and uh, it began and ended right about there. Hmm. Okay. And and ever since then, she has hated me because I ended it. Yeah. I don't know why she hates me. I wasn't the one that went out and got pregnant by another guy. Yeah. She did. I ended it because I decided I want a more meaningful relationship. Yeah. And so I have since tried to bury the hatchet with E. And uh, I reached out through Facebook years, years later, almost a decade or so later. And she still hates me to this day. Wow. She'll say, why didn't you reach out? Blah, blah, blah. Years ago. I'm like, all right, never mind. <laughs> and, so, hey, and that was it. You know, that was the, uh, that was, that was the first, but. Hmm. That was something. I was actually I I remember her, and because I was kind of pseudo friends with her brother, we were the same. Yes, 
We ran into them at a wrestling event. That's right. They were in front of us at a wrestling event. Yep. That's right. Her brothers were there. That was that was fun. Good times. <laughs> Good times to run in your girlfriend's brothers at a wrestling event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny you say you were 22 because that's how old I was, too. I was with um, what, who would become my wife. Right. Um, and that ended up pushing the marriage back because we had to we had to go repent. Yes. We had to confess. We had to go repent. You did. Um, <laughs> but that, oh, that first time. Awkward? Yes. <laughs> it was basically in and out, in and out, done. As it usually is. That's what it was. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised you knew where to go. I'm surprised too. You know, because I I will ad- lie. let me admit this. Since we're admitting just openly, before I I went for it with her, in kind of a my most sensual voice, I told her to lead me there because I didn't know where to go. Yeah, I didn't know exactly. I had a general idea, obviously. Yeah, but. You know, you had to know specifically. (laughs) I was very naive. I mean, yeah, I'd seen pictures and whatnot, but it's very different, especially when she was sitting up as she was to make it very awkward. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah. Uh, But yeah, I was like you. It was like, that was quick. Yes. Super quick. And so, yeah. What I'm surprised by is that she didn't have a child from me. Really? Because it seems like she's the kind of person that gets pregnant just by looking at her. Yeah. That's how easy it happens. Yeah. But, uh, and I will say this, maybe going, maybe going forward, a little foreshadowing here. All my other relationships, for some reason or somehow, there was something that prevented them from being pregnant. Hmm. And I don't know why, whether it's a medical thing or a choice, none of them had the option. And so that became kind of the thing. And I don't know why <laughs> it wasn't on purpose, but okay. it just happened that way. All right. So there was that, there was, the, there was that and her and then the ex. Now, after the ex, after the marriage ended, I was, for lack of a better term, very sexually frustrated. Yes. Uh, Because the ex uh, didn't really like sex that much. Okay. Um, My guess is, and I don't know, maybe you can say, but my guess from knowing her as I do, slightly, Mm -hmm. is that she used it more as a weapon yeah. or more as, you know, a carrot in front of your face that if you do this, then maybe kind of a situation. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So, yeah, again, uh, like in Rational Mission, I had a lot of pent up aggression. <laughs> so I went the route of one nighters and friends with benefits. Right. Now, let me tell you this, kids. Friends with benefits never works. No, 
No. Because someone's going to catch feelings and it's just going to implode. <laughs> and in my case, it was the other person that did. All of a sudden, they were dropping the L word on me. And I'm like, that's nice. It's like, thank you. I didn't think that's where we were going, but that's okay. That's not what this is for me, yeah. but thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So for me, this is where a lot of them came from. Now, here's your dated reference. Yahoo chat rooms for me. Yes. Ooh, now, computer. for those of you who don't understand the Yahoo chat room, it was created, and I'm convinced it was created for the sole purpose of strangers meeting to have sex. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yahoo chat rooms were pimps. Yes. That's all it was. And both male and female prostitutes. That's all it was. And I took part in that. And so what would happen, and they even had rooms specifically for this. Yes. Specific chat rooms for this purpose. And so you'd go on there with your little name and your little webcam, and you'd type in hi and wait for somebody to respond. Mm -hmm. And when they did, you'd hit them with the ASL. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not American Sign Language. <laughs> that's age, sex, location. Yeah. Now, if you'd narrowed it down to Utah, as you can do, and so not only are you looking in the relationship section on Yahoo chat rooms, but you've narrowed it down to Utah, and then you ask for a location. If it's anything within an hour's drive, then you'd go for yeah. it. Now, you had the green light if... You look over their name, their little icon, and it has a little box around it. That means webcam. Right. And so you click on that and request to view their webcam. That's right. If they said yes, and it was actually a female on the other end, yeah. you might as well just, mm -hmm. you know, you're good to go. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously. And so a lot of my relationships following that first one was just that. It was people that I found anywhere from Logan to Orem and everywhere in between. And so I would meet these people, drive to their house almost the same night for these one-night stands, yeah. and then that was it. Yeah. Maybe a two-night thing. Maybe we go out occasionally once or twice, but it never extended past that yeah and so it was it was i'm horny yes hook up and that was that and was let's it. get it done and then we'll move on yeah and and the i guess you could say good thing about the chat room is that that's what they were expecting yeah that's what they were there for it was the tinder of that day that's exactly what it was yeah and so a lot a lot of that came from there there were two instances where it went a little longer than that. Mm -hmm. In fact, there was one where I ended up moving in with the person. I remember that. I remember right where it was, too. Oh, I, I remember. I remember very much so. And uh, the first time, so we ended up meeting Yahoo chat room. And I said, do you want to meet up? She said yes, gave me the address. Now, this is where it gets scary. Because up to this point... I had no fear. Yeah. You didn't. Right. There was no worry about maybe there's going to be a serial killer on the other end of this thing. Because you weren't thinking with your brain. You weren't. Yeah. There was no brain activity that was <laughs> happening here. 
It was all below the waist. That's what you were led by. I'm sure that's what was driving the car. My hands were just behind my head. <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's how I got there. You know, it's like the cartoon where you're floating with the smell of a pie. Yep. That's what it was, yep. except it was crotch first. <laughs> and that's all it was. And so I ended up at this girl's townhouse. I it, guess you yeah, could it call it. Duplex. It was a duplex. Yeah. There was one skinny side, and then there was another skinny mm-hmm. side. And so I pulled up and uh, called her and said, I'm here. And she said something like, uh, I'm nervous or something like that. And she was peeking around the corner of the house because she was afraid I was going to be a serial right, killer. Right, right, And I said, don't worry. I'm fine. Anyway, so we eventually met, and uh, nothing happened that night. But uh, the following night did. And I was back at her place, and we did the deed, and from then on, she assumed it was a relationship. Right. And she was bigger than me, mm-hmm. both height-wise and physically. <laughs> and so when she said we were in a relationship, I agreed. We were in a relationship. We were in a relationship. <laughs> and so I spent a lot of time there, and when she said, why don't you move in, I just moved in. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember telling mom I was doing this just out of the blue that same night that she said that. I came home, grabbed the TV out of my room, and said, I found a place, and I left just like that. Yep. And uh, that relationship continued for a minute. And, uh, And that's all it was. We never went anywhere. We both went to our jobs, mm-hmm. and uh, when we came back, had sex, went to sleep, got up, went to jobs. Yeah, we never went anywhere. We never went out to dinner. We never went to a movie. Yeah, we did nothing but that. Mm-hmm. And it was at this time where I was a horrible person. So what I did <laughs> is I found I found another woman. On the completely opposite end of the valley, down in Orem. Oh, man. So I'm in Ogden at one point, living with this woman. Yeah. And after work, I would drive down to Orem to hook up with this other woman. And then drive home, quote unquote, home, from Orem back to Ogden, having just slept with this woman in Orem. Yeah. To come back and sleep with this woman in Ogden. Yeah. And then get up and go to work, do it all again (laughs) the next day. And that continued on for months. Wow. Or at least a month. Two months, maybe. I can't really remember how long I was out. Can you remember how long I was out? It had. At most, it was two months. Okay. So, yeah. Um, So, that it was sorted. And at that point... (laughs) Because I was a horrible person, I'd also started a semi-relationship with somebody at work. Oh, man. I know. I know. (laughs) And uh, this person, I'm not going to say where I was working at the time. I I will tell you where I was working. I was working First American at the time. Anyway, I started up this relationship with this other girl at work. And she had no problem doing things. Mm-hmm. And so 
And so even though she was a lot more, she was a little more conservative about it, but it would still happen. I, d- I never did anything full on with her, but her big thing was, if you do this for me, I'll show you my boobs. <laughs> and so that happened a lot at work. Wow. Like right there in the office. I'd go back to talk to her and I'm standing above her, the cubicle. She just opened her shirt just like that. I'm like, okay, neat. Okay. And so, <laughs> and so I had all three of these things going at the same time. <laughs> and you know, once you're in that balancing act, something has got to give. Yes. And boy, howdy <laughs> did it in a major way. And it was because of my doing. I decided I'm done. Yeah. I was in the shower living with this living with this woman after we just done the thing. So I was in the shower and it was before I went to work. I looked at myself in the mirror. I looked around and I thought, what am I doing? And so I went to work and that was all that was on my mind. It's like, I can't do this anymore. And so I went to my boss at the time, same boss we were talking about last episode, the guy with the big mustache. And I told him, I said, look, I have got to leave. There is something I have to take care of. It's weighing on my mind. I got to get it done. Yeah. And so I said, okay, take care of it. So I left. And while I was driving back to Ogden, I called the lady in Orem and I said, we're done because I'm living with this lady up in Ogden. And I have been the entire time in seeing each other. Yeah. She broke down. Oh, I hate you. You're home. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know. And so pretty much that's how that ended. And <laughs> oh, by the way, she's the reason I can't watch the movie Spirit, mm. the cartoon about the horse, because we saw that together in the theater in Orem. Yeah. And so that brings back all those memories. And so, yeah, that, that's also the reason I can't watch the movie The Brothers Grimm. I forgot that movie existed, yeah. but yeah. With Matt Damon and Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yep. Yep. Same reason. Yeah. I, I can't think. But, warning, this is PG-13. Yes. She did teach me what a Hall's job was. A Hall's job? Hall's job. You know what that is? I don't know what that Let is. Let me tell you what that is. This is where you take a Hall's cough drop. You know, the mentholated Hall's cough Ooh. drop. That when it's in your mouth, it gets very, uh, you know, it it cools and warms pretty much at the same time. And so what she does is after having gone down on me with this thing in her mouth, and I'm not talking about my thing, I'm talking about the Hall's cough drop. Once she comes off of it, she can then blow and it's ice cold and then immediately go back on with the heat from the cough drop. And it was something, I'll tell you what. Ow. So, hey, anybody listening, <laughs> go for a haul job. But, uh, let, me, it, let, me, let me text the Jesus <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Just stop by some uh, cough drops. But uh, anyway, so I, I can't see spirit, and I have a hard time with Hall's cough drops <laughs> because of her. So anyway, we were driving back. I was driving back, called and ended with her. She hates me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. We met online. Sure. Yeah. Those things came and went. As did I. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> those relationships. So I went back there to where I was living, and this is where it got scary because I told her, I've got to be done. Yeah. It's like, we're done. Now, like I said, she was much bigger than me. 
And she said, basically, how could you? I hate you. The only reason you did this was to, quote, unquote, get your dick wet, quote, unquote. And uh, I pretty much said, yeah. Right. After which she gave me the hardest slap in the face that I have ever felt to this point. Wow. Probably the only slap in the face wow. I've ever felt to this point, apart from like kids messing around. But she hit me hard. And like I said, she was big. Yeah. And so when that thing connected, <laughs> I took the TV and I walked out and never looked back. And while I was walking out, she brought this uh, vase of flowers that I brought her and threw it at me. Fortunately, I dodged. It was glass, and it shattered in the parking lot of this of this uh, wow. townhouse, and and away I went. You know, but uh, oh yeah, before that, her crazy ex, her crazy ex, got out of prison, came back, and um, ripped the antenna off of the car I was driving for First American, and then urinated all over it, and <laughs> keyed the side of the car. I remember, and then burned a note. Because she had put a note on the door, yeah. and he set it on fire, burned the whole thing off wow. after he did that to the car. And I'm like, and that's another reason why I was leaving. And I told her that, too. I said, that's another reason. Yeah. You have a psycho ex that just got out of prison that just tried to destroy my car. Yeah. And unfortunately, that wasn't the end of it because I had left a movie I had rented from Smith's, a VHS. It was Orange County. Yeah, okay. The yeah. Jack Black yeah. movie? Colin Hanks, Jack Black. Yeah. That's right. I left it there, and I had to go get it. Eat the cost, man. Eat the cost. <laughs> but here's the thing. Point. I didn't do it. I had Cher do it. Right, right, right. I had Cher go up to the house, to the door, and get it for me. <laughs> but then she convinced me to come talk to her anyway. And she thought she was going to start something up again, so she hurried and kissed me once, like that was going to bring me back, mm -hmm. which it didn't, you know. And I ended that. So <sighs> there you go. There's something for you. <laughs> wow. And that led me to being disfellowship from the church. That was that's what happened there. Right. That's what led me to that point. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I I never had any experiences like that. That's a shame. Yeah, that's a real. Shame. <laughs> um, they all ended fairly amicably, really. Pretty cordial, uh, except for well, except for one, uh, one of the friends with benefits. <sighs> I tried, I tried calling her or texting her to kind of apologize for everything that happened, and her daughter had gotten her phone and basically ripped me a new one. <laughs> I was like, look, kid, <laughs> you don't know what was happening there. You're getting one half of the story. Just tell your mom I'm sorry. And that was it. And how old was this girl? 13. Oh, geez. 14. Yeah. Um, so, all right. That's, that's the bad. That's, that's the bad. Let's talk about the good here. That is pretty bad. You've been married now for 16? 16 years. 16 years? Yes. Okay. I'm in the best relationship I've ever been in, and it's now two and a half years, yeah, almost three. So, where, where, how, and when did you meet your wife? So this all happened online. <laughs> this was through a uh, an LDS singles website mm -hmm. is where we met, and um, 
And it was basically the same situation. It's like I, I found her profile, sent a message, kind of the ASL. Thing. Right. <laughs> ASL thing. And uh, she saw my profile and, and decided to meet. And it was um, the first time. The first time we decided to meet, I flaked on her. Nice. Um, probably just because of nerves, but I told her that I had to put up some blinds for mom, which wasn't a lie. Okay. I, I did have to do that, but that obviously could have waited. Yeah. And so. <laughs> and probably didn't take that long. And probably didn't take that long, but it, it was all nerves. Yeah. And, you know, because again, I had just got out of that horrible trio yeah. of of relationships and i was still at the tail end with the third one yeah i mean i i ended the other two but not that third one i was still with the third one mm -hmm. and um let's call her c okay <laughs> and uh so I, I was still kind of in that relationship and so when i was starting to talk to let's call her e <laughs> again um i would like i said i was still at the tail end so i was nervous because i didn't want to get back into the nightmare that i just got out of yeah. even though it was on lds website don't fool yourself right of course, of course you know people were still there for the same reason yeah i mean really it's it's return missionaries you know trying to get their rocks off let's mm -hmm. not let's not lie and so so yeah, I I, I kind of pushed it off, but eventually I did meet. I went out to her cousin's house, and she met me out on the sidewalk, carrying a child, hmm. um, not her child, but it was it was because I think there was a was there a party going on? I, <laughs> I think there was a party going on, and so it wasn't her birthday, but the next time we did meet was at her birthday, and that's when I met. Her entire family, the tradition of going to uh, Wingers for her birthday, and that's when I met all of her family. Right. And at that point, um, I pretty much ended it with the third one at uh, First American, and it's been her ever since. Yeah. And it didn't take long. I met her around her birthday is when we really started getting into it, and that was in March. Mm -hmm. That was you know, because her birthday's in March. By November of that same year is when I proposed. Right. And it was on Thanksgiving Day yep. of that same year that I proposed. And we got married in December. In December. Yeah. Proposed in November, married in December, met in March. <laughs> all the exact same year. Yep. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's, and, uh, you know, been together ever since. Never looked back. Yep. So, and in the meantime, through all that, realized that uh, uh, neither one of us could physically conceive of a child. So we ended up going the foster route and adoption route, and have four kids since. And yep. and there we are, sixteen years later. Yep. Um. So. <laughs> So for for me and my current relationship, um, <laughs> now this, this I've never heard. I have no idea how you met her. Okay, I, I I told her I said, "Are you are you ready for me to tell people how we met?" She's like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." 
All right. So this is what we tell people. Now, the reason we have two different stories is because we both, hurt more than, than me, come from a very conservative, very religious family. Sure. Right? Mine, a, a lot has changed there, and, and it's not so, let's say, judgmental. Right. Hers, mm, mm. Anyway. <clears throat> Loosen the leash, as it were. Right. A little off the chain. <laughs> so what we tell people is that it was a blind date set up by a mutual friend. No. This was a Tinder hookup. Oh, there you go. That's what it was. Yeah. But here's what happened. Um, we we matched with, with each other. We had made this date to meet up, and that's all it was going to be. But she works at a hospital overnight. I also was working overnight at the time. And on my day off, we sat there and texted back and forth for probably eight, nine hours. Wow. Just finding out everything about each other. Finding out we have very similar backgrounds. Uh, our, our marriages and the problems in it were very similar. And so we just kind of understood each other. And we got to know each other completely over the course of that night. So by the time that the, the date came that we were going to meet up, it was like I was meeting someone that I had met or that I had known my entire life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was it was literal love at first sight for both of us. Nice. Um, once we, first time we, we hugged and kissed, it's like, that's it. We met our person. That's it. And uh, and that's how it's been ever since. Wow. We've, we've never had an argument. We've never fought. We've never had a disagreement. Because not only do, do we get along so well and our opinions on everything is pretty much the same, but coming from these terrible marriages, we know the pitfalls. Right. And so we know how to avoid those. Um, yeah. And so it's been two and a half years of the best relationship I've ever been. That's cool. I mean, uh, and speaking of that, for both uh, she and I, we were both, it was interesting because at the same time, in different ends of the valley, we were experiencing, like you, we were experiencing very similar situations. Mm -hmm. She was in a relationship that wasn't very good, ended up getting disfellowship from the church, mm -hmm. um, you know, made her way back eventually um, got onto this website and met me, which yeah. was exactly what happened on my side coming the other direction. Yeah. And so, you know, relationship, disfellowship, website, meet. I mean, it was almost the exact same time. Right. And it was weird because as we've discussed it, it was happening literally almost the exact same time. And it wow. was crazy that this, and then we just converged, mm -hmm. you know? And so, yeah, like I said, 16 years hence, yeah. and the relationship continues. So, I mean, she, she was married longer than me. She's older than me by three years. But it, 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 was, it was the same thing. We got divorced almost the exact same time. Um, got on, online and started doing these dating apps and just um, happened to swipe right on each other. And that was that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, 
can't say I've ever, I never used a dating app per se. I did, apart from the Yahoo chat room, I had a profile on Adult Friend Finder (laughs) for a while. Now, if you're not familiar with Adult Friend Finder, it's basically live porn is what it is. Mm -hmm. You can go on there after you've developed, you know, built your profile, and whoever you click, it's all nudity. Mm -hmm. It's all webcam. That's all it is. And so occasionally you'd meet people, but really it was all just webcam views is all it was speaking of webcam while you were telling me about your trio of horror yeah yeah my lost summer yeah um i was thinking at that at that time we still had the computer and the webcam yes so while you were off doing your thing there i was (laughs) again back to the yahoo chat rooms and we had a webcam and so People were showing me, I was showing them. <laughs> but going back even to your trampoline story, think how gross it was. I was like 13, <laughs> 14 at the time. That's gross. That is gross. Yeah. And I didn't about. know how old these other people were. No. No, you don't. And and that's I think that's what terrifies me the most thinking back. Yeah. I mean, I've made it through with yeah. no issue. Sure. But it actually scares me to think back what could have mm-hmm. happened. And th- let me share with you an experience I had with a lady in Orem. Okay. And uh, this is what scared me, thinking back now. We went to a Native American powwow. And I have no problem calling it that because that's what they were calling okay. it. And uh, it was out in the middle of nowhere. I couldn't take you there now. I have no idea where it was. <laughs> okay. She did. Because uh, apparently she had, you know, ancestry through there and she knew where to go. And so she said, do you want to go? I said, sure. And uh, so she set up a hotel and everything. And uh, I gave mom some blanket story why I wasn't coming home mm-hmm. for, you know, a couple of days. Right. <laughs> and she was so, either she was naive enough to believe it or just, she's probably naive enough to believe it. I'll just <laughs> go with that. And so I disappeared. She started driving us somewhere or telling me where to go. I can't remember which. But uh, we ended up in the middle of nowhere, and she said, pull over. It was pitch black. Literally. There were no cities. There were no streetlights. That's how Dateline stories happen. I know. (laughs) There were no other cars. I don't know where we were Yeah, because that's it. Now, now I remember. I was just following her direction. Turn here, go here, turn here. Yeah. And so, you know, we ended up, it was probably 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. We were going to hit the hotel and then the next day go to the powwow. And so she said, pull over. And so I pulled over. She said, get out. I want to show you something. And again, pitch black. Nothing around. No one around. Yeah. But this isn't what I was thinking at the time. Right. But thinking back, I'm like, that's where she could have killed me. Yeah. I could have died. I could have come around the corner and she blew me away. Mm-hmm. Just like that. And, and no one would have found you. And no one would have found me until maybe the next morning yeah. when some random car drove by. Yeah. Or she would have drugged me out in the middle of this desert, which is where we were, and just buried me. Yeah. 
you know, fortunately, that's not how it went down. What she was showing me was she said, look up, and it was literally nothing but stars from horizon to horizon. Right. Because it was so dark that that's what you could see, and it was just amazing to look at. So fortunately, it turned out well. <laughs> but thinking back, and then once we made it to the hotel, she had another surprise for me. She blindfolded me, took me to the hotel, and handcuffed me to the bed, to the bedpost, to the head, to the headboard. <laughs> now, how many nightmare stories have you heard where this happens? Yeah. But again, now I, I will admit, because I remember, I was slightly nervous at this point. Sure. Because I couldn't see. You know, up to this point, I could see more or less and handle myself if I had to fight. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> now I'm handcuffed and blindfolded. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's a knife plunged into your chest. Exactly. Yeah. She's on top of me, stabbing me 18 times, yeah. 23 times, 70 times. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, that's not how it turned out. <laughs> But uh, again, thinking back, I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, I was so stupid. Yeah, to do this time and time again, and not even bat an eye at it, and that's what terrifies me to this day. Mm -hmm. It's like I can't believe it that that's what I did, and that's how it went down. It just blows me away. I mean, at I met a girl through a Yahoo chat room <laughs> that uh, <laughs> invited me down to Sandy Station. That used to be a club for you youngsters out in Sandy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we went there to quote unquote dance. Um, it was also a karaoke thing. Mm -hmm. And that's what I kind of mentioned that I was into. And she said, oh, I know where to go. And so I went down there. And <laughs> she introduced me to a guy named Satan. <laughs> That's literally what everybody at the bar called him. Nice. This is Satan. I'm like, hello, Satan. Nice to meet you, Satan. And so that's when I had my first shot of alcohol nice. from Satan. <laughs> Satan gave me my first shot of alcohol. Oh, that's funny. And so, <laughs> and so I'm telling you, it was, and I ended up staying the night with her, and uh, I was still pretty much new to the game, so that didn't last very long. But uh, <laughs> new, to the game. new to the game, and I ended up at her trailer. Um, it was a double wide, of course it was. So it was nice, of course it was nice double wide. So it was Yahoo Chat. It was Yahoo it Chat. Was. But uh, I, I, I could still take you to where she worked. It was in Centerville, on the frontage road. Like if you were to exit into Centerville and head down that kind of frontage road off to the side. There was, a, there was a building down there she worked at. And I'm sure she's not there now. But, uh, yeah, that, that was another situation where she then took me to her place. I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. All I know is that she got me going with some dancing, rubbing against me and whatnot. So I didn't care. Right. That's This is where we were going. This is what we were going to happen. I'll deal with the consequences as they come. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pun. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so... Uh, so all these relationships through Yahoo chat rooms, yeah. <laughs> meeting Satan, yeah. drinking alcohol. I was, I didn't have a car, so like I said, I was just there at the computer and yep. doing my whole thing. I'm actually glad I didn't have a car because 
I probably wouldn't end up doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm sure. And here's, here's where it got awkward for me is at the time being in my twenties, most people expected you to be out on your own. Yeah. I was not. Yeah. I was still living at home. And so when they were asking to come to my place, right. I had to make up some excuse, yeah. some elaborate lie as to why that couldn't happen. Even when I was living with the, with the girl in, you know, up the road, <laughs> I told her I had to go back to that house because what was my excuse? Like my, my washing machine was broken or something. And so, you know, I left laundry there or something like that. I don't know. Some stupid excuse. She eventually found out that I was still living with mom, but that's when it was all collapsing anyway. So, <laughs> so, there you, go. there you go. But both came out of that pretty much fine. That's right. Now we're better very, better for it. Yep. We're both in very good relationships and everything's fine. That's right. And you know, we've learned lessons along the way. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> lessons we hope we can pass on. If if you've garnered anything from listening to this, just don't. <laughs> don't go that route. Um just take what we've yeah. done and not do that. So, And we could probably do a whole episode on dumb things we did on the internet. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. continue to still do on the internet. Who knows? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But I'm glad they eventually did away with Yahoo chat rooms and everything. Because I'm sure Yahoo came to the point where they're like, we know what's happening here. So shut it down. You know? Yeah. Yahoo chat. Um, Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah. Oh, Man. I took advantage of Craigslist a couple of times. Did you? And that's that's me thinking back. I'm glad I didn't die somehow. Yeah. You know? Because Craigslist is kind of notorious. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was actually somebody that was called the Craigslist killer or yeah. something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, here's something that I think only Erlyn knows that I'm about to share here. It was off of Craigslist. That I had my first experience with a guy. Really? Yes. Nothing extreme, but I met this person at a uh, kind of a 4th of July fireworks thing. But I didn't know, and you couldn't tell by looking at the person that it was a guy. Okay. Excuse me, that he was, she was a guy. And uh, nice as can be, very friendly, got handsy, found out. Because I, I started ex exploring okay. and uh, found some things. But I will say, and, and I will admit right off, I didn't stop. <laughs> um, okay. No, hey, no judgment here. There you go. And so take that for what it is. That was my one experience. But there you go. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, I think we can. I think we can end it there. Um, thanks for listening. If you did, um, take a take take a second to rate and review us on uh, wherever you listen to us. Really help us out. But until then, until next episode. Uh, 
tune in. I guess actually tune in next time, next episode to hear the bro- brothers ramble about another random topic. Uh, who knows what? Yeah, but listen in. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you know, just listening to this one, you never know what's going to come to light. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Who knows what we're going to say next? So, so until then, uh, we'll see you later. See ya.